Andy is taking the day off today, but as we mentioned uh, this morning, who's here? Luke Panic. If you have any kind of a question about decks or porches, things like that, especially decks today, uh, give us uh, a text question, 651-989-9226. Text questions for Luke Panic. Good morning to you, Luke. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing quite well, thanks very much. You were you were kind enough to uh, send some pictures, some photos, some actually before and after photos. I'm going to hold them up to the mic here and see if they see if they come through uh, to our listeners. No, I'm not. Sure. Uh, and now we're. I'm looking at this. Is that a sander I see in one of the pictures? I thought of you the whole time when I went to rent that yeah. was the well, uh, drum sander we've talked about for years. But you, and I you thought, have a well, good... yeah, Denny can do it. I can do it. <laughs> How was the the riding bronco there with it, that? You know, it went pretty well. It, the the tougher job was sinking all of those uh, nails, the big oh, twenty yes. penny nails that were in there from twenty years ago. Um, the deck was in decent enough shape that I thought I could refinish it. So we've been talking about this for several years. I thought I should do it, and. Uh, so we can speak on it, and, and, and it went well. It was a lot of work sinking the nails so that the sander would work, and then I went into town into Grand Rapids, and they helped me out with a with a sander and uh, the sandpaper, and um, there's definitely a knack to it, and you kind of, about halfway through, you finally get good at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is but, that true? Yeah, but you could see, I, I, I took pictures of it along the way there so you could see how it went, and I had to mix in some new boards because there was some boards that I had to replace, and... It, uh, you know, with the cost of lumber, it's like, you have to take a good hard look at this and it, throwing this lumber away would have been a real shame. So that's how, that's how we did it. And yours, uh, your sander was a nice one because it's got a dust bag, a vacuum bag. Yours didn't. Uh, no, no. And, uh, you, boy, you sure are right about, uh, countersinking the, uh, nails and whatnot because, uh, you'll go through a lot of sandpaper if you don't do that. Yes. Big time. Learn a lesson, like you said, midway through. Uh, now, uh, this is this is really what you and I have talked about. By the way, again, if you have any kind of a deck question, this is the guy you want to chat with, or at least send him a text, 651-989-9226. Uh, Luke Panic is in from uh, Linda's Construction for uh, Andy today. Uh, sanding is still the best way. If you have a, a cedar deck, wood deck, and you need to uh, refinish it, and some people go, well, I'm just going to throw a layer of whatever on it. It's still the best way, to, although it's more work, right? Absolutely. If you want to get an even finish on it, that's the only way to, to do it. Uh, you've got to get all the old material off and it to be consistent and not look varied. Um, I think that's what you have to do. And it's definitely more work. You know, I had to take the railing off and, you know, that was an old 70s style slope rail that had a bench built into it that had to be removed because oh, yeah. that doesn't meet code. And we were rent, we're using this as a rental property. So it has to be all up to building code. And, and, and so we took that off and put some new boards around the edge. And when you sand it, it kind of gives you a, it's like a race in the chalkboard and give you a clean slate. So it worked really well. Now you notice that product I put on there, that's not Penifin. That was going to be my next question. What I bet it that? was. I couldn't find Penifin up in Grand Rapids, so um, I went into some of the local uh, stores up there and found a great store full of all kinds of good products, it looked like, but uh, K-1 
Cabot has come out with a product called their Australian Timber Oil, and I've, I've never heard of that. that. I've seen it uh, on an ad somewhere. Okay. And it intrigued me because they use, uh, it, 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 like most products, the reason I've stayed away is that they're only linseed oil, and the uh, Penafin has the rosewood oil. But what they do with this, uh, Cabot's, is they mix in uh, tongue oil, and it's uh, it's an oil that's from a, a tree nut that I've never heard of, uh, but it's supposed to be a finer uh, oil that is uh, a really good preservative and uh, it's supposed to penetrate into hardwoods. They use it out in the hardwoods of Australia. So I thought, well, let's let's give something else a, a shake here and see how it how it's going to perform. So I can't speak on how well it's lasted because it's only been yeah. you know a couple of months, but uh, it's not supposed to flake off. So I'm hoping that you know maybe in the fall here I might put a second coat on it uh, just to enforce that because it hasn't had anything on it for so many years. And this was treated wood, too. This was an old treated wood deck, which I think is the only reason it was salvageable. Oh, yeah. um, I think if it would have been cedar, it would have been all tore off. But um, we'll see how it looks, and we'll uh, we'll speak on it and see. Because the penafin is harder to find. That's probably the biggest thing. Harder to spell for people because <laughs> but everybody has heard of Cabot's, and if this, is, uh, if this works well for us, we can uh, talk about it. Yeah, and we, uh, again, we talk about it. If you're just joining us, by the way, uh, Luke Panic. As in for Andy today, if you have any kind of a deck question, this is the, the day you want to call. Uh, well, I was going to say call, and I'm used to that. Old habits die hard. Uh, texting is the only way we're going to get your question answered, and that number is 651-989-9226. Does, in the application of this uh, Cabot stuff, is it similar to Penafin in that you put it on and you have to wipe off the excess and things like that? Uh, no, I think it's less yeah. sensitive to that. It it really mm-hmm. just kind of soaked in and and um, it just kind of absorbed right in. There was no excess to wipe off. Uh, well, I like it, that. It just kind of soaked in and and um, it just kind of absorbed right in. There was no excess to wipe off. Uh, well, I it, like that. I did it on a nice summer day. It was you know it was dry to touch in about three to four hours, and the next day we were walking on it. So. Well, I was going to, uh, before uh, Lindis replaces our deck, I was just going to experiment with my, what I was going to say, my last coat of penafin. Sure. See. But but I, I wonder if, um, and we've kind of, you know, cleaned up the, this particular deck, which is old, as you know, you've been here. Yep. Uh, is, is, would this product be, could I put this stuff on as a test over the penafin, even though we've, cleaned and brightened and conditioned and bleached and all sorts of stuff with this old deck. Can we try it I would it think anyway? so. Yeah, I would think so as long as the surface is clean. And uh, like you said, it's it's been a few years, so there's probably not a lot of residue of the penafin left on the very top. And how long ago was it? The When was the last time you put the penafin on it? Oh, boy. Two or three three years ago. Yeah. I would say you're safe to do that. Just yeah. wash it and make sure it's clean and uh, give it a try. Well, I may or may not do that, but you can certainly do the research here and give us, you know, uh, a, a check-in on the, on this deck maybe in a year or two and see uh, see how it's held up. All right, I'll tell you what let's do. They're waving at me. We need to take a quick break. Again, if you have uh, any kind of a deck or porch question for Luke Panic or any kind of a construction-type question, uh, Luke has done it all here. 651-989-9226 is the text number. Send us your uh, question here this morning. Here on News Talk 830 WCCO. We'll be right back.
And good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show, brought to us by Linda's Construction every Saturday here in the 9 o'clock hour on CCO. Denny Long here, along with our deck expert from Linda's Construction, Luke Panic, answering your questions. Uh, in fact, uh, it's going to be by text only today, 651-989-9226. And, Luke, we have a bunch of them to uh, to keep you busy. 651-989-9226. All right, here's one for you. Uh, can pressure-treated deck joists not, uh, rot to the point of needing to be replaced? Yes, good question. Uh, we get asked that a lot. Um, and, yes, uh Yes, they they rot all the time, um, and a lot of it has to do with the circumstance that they've been sitting in over the years. But that's why, in most cases, if a of a deck frame is more than ten years old, we'll recommend that we replace the frame uh, while we're doing the deck. Um, a lot of times, we're putting synthetic deck boards on, and they'll last thirty, forty years, and the frame has only got a few years left. So it doesn't make sense to put that brand new, expensive decking on no. there on an old joist. So. It, it it and the tricky part is when you're looking at your deck from underneath you can you can feel the the, the majority of the joist will feel fine um, and it it probably is structurally sound the problem is when you take off that decking it's in between the deck boards where organic material has been trapped and it's been it's stayed wet and fungus has grown that the tops of the joist will get damaged uh, when you go and take off the decking. And, and it's not always, but that that's where the greatest risk is, up there at the top of the joist. So the problem is even though structurally it might be strong enough and it's not going to break, when you go to pro- put new decking down on top of that, it's going to be all uneven. So um, it's very common, and in most cases we replace the joist for that reason. Now, I know, Andy, you guys have talked about it in the past when, when you're uh, building or redoing a deck. Uh, what, what's this metal substructure like? Tell us about that. Well, we've, we started using that um, a little over a year ago. Uh, it's, a, it's a product that a railing manufacturer has come out with us, you know, several years ago. And it's a, it's a steel, it's a galvanized steel uh, framing system that is really impressive. Um, and as the cost of wood con- continues to, you know, be volatile and rise, uh, the, the steel, even, you know, stuff is is more money and it costs a little bit more. But it's it's a really impressive uh, framing material. The strength of it is, is such that we can span much greater distances. You have less posts underneath. So on houses that have a lookout basement or windows, that's always attractive. Plus, you don't have to cover it up. Um, a lot of the wood stuff we cover up with synthetic materials to make it look nice, to match the deck surface. And this uh, this framing material is just gorgeous. So it's it's very popular. We're getting great reviews from it. People love the way it looks. Uh, and they really like the way that it feels because it's very, very solid. So it's 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 coming along. And I would imagine uh, you, you, you guys, the Lindas, build a deck like that. It lasts a long time. Yeah, I, truthfully, we don't know how long. Uh, it's too, you know, we haven't been using it long enough to tell, but uh, we certainly expect them to last. You know, our metal roofing lasts, you know, 100 years, uh, truthfully, yeah. and and I don't know how long this stuff will last, but it's a very, very long time. It's certainly the last deck that, you know, will go on a house. Uh, it won't need to be replaced. Ever. Your deck question uh, via text for Luke at 651-989-9226. Here's one, Luke. It says, hello. Love listening to the show. We are in the process of cleaning a deck made of Trex type of material. 
After washing, is there a sealer to put down? The deck faces the north side of the house and gets green halfway through the summer. Yes, it's real common with Trex product that um, has the sun, uh, the uh, organic sawdust mixed into it. Yeah, the green algae and molds want to grow on it. Um, and for that reason, that's not something that we encourage very often. It it I don't believe there's a sealer that's designed for that. You probably could put on the stuff that we talk about like you would on wood, but I don't expect that it would last. It would need to be done continuously. So I think a, on a, a composite deck like that, it just needs routine washing um, w- with a cleaner, with some bleach, with some some sort of a cleaning agent to keep it clean. And that's the way to do it. I don't think they're designed to be sealed with any success. Okay. Earlier in the show, Luke and I were talking about uh, staining. Uh, you mentioned Cabot stain. We mentioned penifin. Uh, and this uh, listener wants to know, is penifin good for teak? Do you ever use teak much in your work, yeah, Luke? Yeah, teak is teak is a really dense hardwood, just like, um, you know, the Brazilian walnuts, the ipes, the ironwoods, very similar. Um, it's beautiful. Teak is beautiful. And, yes, a, a penifin makes a, a hardwood formula designed for that. So, uh, in fact, that's what I would for sure, especially with teaks in these hardwoods, you want to find that penifin rosewood oil product for sure. Is is teak difficult to work with as far as yes. cutting? Yeah, it's it very is. hard. Yeah, it's very hard. Make a lot Long, of furniture out of it. Yeah, I should say. Yeah, it does. Yeah. They do. Uh, oh, here's another one. Can you paint a Trex deck? Isn't this funny? We keep talking about what yeah. to do with this stuff, huh? Yeah, the stuff we, we bought because true. we wanted to not have to paint or stain. <laughs> and you true. wonder, why are people doing this? They're they're having to paint and stain their synthetic deck boards. Well, word to the wise. Uh, be real careful when you get tempted by, you know, a low price on a product you think is going to be uh, maintenance-free. And, and no, this stuff is not designed to be painted. I mean, you can paint anything. It's just not going to work. You're going to have to paint it over and over and over again. So if you're okay with going down that road, yeah, you can paint it. Um, but it's not going to be the last coat of paint you put on it. It's going to be the first coat, and there's many more to come. Like like my friend used to say, you can paint a couch if you want. But yes. I don't think you, want, you don't want to do that. All when right. my wife paints, she gets more paint on her than the wall. But, you know, that it doesn't last that long. <laughs> I can relate to that, believe me. Yeah. All right. Uh, I tell you, we have more questions. If if you, again, we have another half hour or so of the show to go. So if you have a deck-type question, really any kind of home improvement question, I don't want to limit to decks, but uh, this is your deck's expert, deck expert that's uh, with Linda's joining us today for Andy. So uh, send in your text question for Luke Panic at 651-989-9226. We'll be back after the forecast with more home improvement talk here on News Talk 830, this is WCCO. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. We are here every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour, thanks to our friends at Lindis Construction. One of our friends filling in for Andy Lindis today, it's Luke Panic. He's your deck and porch specialist with Linda's construction. So if you have any kind of a deck, especially a deck question, but really any kind of a home improvement question, 
uh, Luke can uh, field those for you. But if you got a deck question, uh, send the text right now to 651-989-9226, and uh, we'll uh, let uh, Luke answer that for you. Bunch of these text questions, uh, Luke, so we're going to get uh, get you to work back here in a second here. Um, do, 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 so many. Where did we leave off here? Another, uh, oh, yeah, you did that already. No, we don't want to paint the deck. Um, how to get moss off the deck. How do you do that? Pressure washer. But be That's careful, what I right? do. Uh, I think, it, you know, and cedar's, you get it so soft, you have to be careful with that. But I think that's the best, best, best way to handle it. If you don't have one of those, it's just a lot more work to scrub and rub and rub and rub and to get it off. But those brightener conditioners help uh, as well. Did you have moss on yours at all? You're in a real no, shaded backyard. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I never never did it. I, I'm not sure if that's the preservative quality of the benefin, uh, penifin. Mm-hmm. Uh, or what? But uh, no. After we uh, cleaned and uh, cleaned the deck up, it you know I see no moss, no mold, uh, nothing like that. I see an old deck. <laughs> you but, see an uh, old deck. Well, I think <laughs> but, you know, and you but you wash yours yeah. every year. And, and, oh yeah. And I think that that's key. I think a deck that sits for ten years and nothing happens to it, that's when the moss shows up. Um, it's got to be very shaded for moss to grow. I know, but um, I think just it, it needs a little bit of routine. Uh, Maintenance, like anything else, just for cleaning, it goes a long way. For those joining the show a little bit later, Luke uh, earlier today uh, sent me some before and after uh, pictures, which are really neat. And and I want to ask you about this bathroom. But before we go there, uh, some something you and I have talked about before is I love uh, the railing system that uh, these pictures show. Uh, okay. Describe describe that to our listeners. Well, as you get, it's on a lake, of course, and if if you if you buy a place on a lake, you want to be able to see the lake, and and so the railing that you use is real important. So number one, you'll see that it's black. Your eye, your eyes look through black. They don't they they easily see what's beyond the black railing. So that's why we we choose that color, and it's also a steel powder coated steel system that has a very narrow profile, so the balusters are only a half inch and the top and bottom rails are only an inch. So um, it it often surprises people when I tell them, well, we want to use a black railing or a dark bronze railing so we can see, and they're usually shocked by that, but it's true. You, you notice that, Denny? Oh, absolutely. You... Uh... It, it, it's like a, it's like an optical illusion because you you think wow that dark black whatever, but yeah. then you can see you see the lake or whatever is in your uh, your yard beautiful yeah and furthermore black is a really popular um, design color um, we're doing a lot of windows in black uh, black trim with accents so it's it's a popular design color uh, you know that may come and go but. Uh, it will always be a railing that you can see through easily and not have to have glass or wires or things like that. So that's yeah. that's why we choose that rail. And that's probably on 90% of the decks that I design for people, that's the rail system that we use. It's just very popular. It's simple. It always has a nice contrast to the deck color, so it's very popular. It also matches the steel framing if we use a steel frame. It's the same oh, color yeah, as the yeah. steel frame, so it's made by the same company. Good idea. All right, uh, 651-989-9226 for your uh, text questions for Luke Panic says, hi, this one. I says, I have a three-year-old deck made from pre-treated lumber. I've never put anything on it. Will the deck last longer if I put something on it? What do I need to do if I want to 
do that to put something on it? What would you suggest with uh, that kind of uh, wood? Well, uh, I think that it will last longer in, in, in any any sort of protection. It's kind of like it's kind of like having a storm door over your door, uh, have, helping to protect the weather and elements and the moisture from the, that treated wood is is always beneficial. So I do suggest um, putting on a a product just like I did there in the pictures that will provide some UV protection, not only for its appearance but for its integrity on the surface. So. I think it's a great idea. It's technically not required to make it last 30 years or structurally, but um, if you want it to look nice and crack less and get less beat up by the sun, and it's a great, a great uh, way to do that. One of the pictures that uh, Luke sent earlier this morning of the deck of, of, both, of both pre- and post-completion uh, uh, after the sanding, uh, and it was a Cabot stain that Luke mentioned he used. Uh, what... Uh, what color is that? I mean, do you recall what the, what the label said on that? What color? I think it was a walnut color. Um, okay. I don't remember. The, the the leftover can is still up at the cabin. So, okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know, uh, but I believe it was a walnut. There's there's quite a few colors, um, and it you know ranging from dark dark browns to very light pigments uh, caramel cedar colored they they vary quite a bit but that was that one was kind of a darker one and what I was trying to do is I'd I'd put a brand new deck on the side with our kiln dried treated pine product and I was trying to get a color that would kind of blend it in with that well so you I don't know if you can tell but there are some brand new deck boards on the deck that are the KDAT our kiln dried treated pine that I had to fill oh, in yeah. and after I stained the whole thing they're you can see the before and after. You can see where the new ones are, and after I stained it, they kind of disappeared. I was, and that was going to be one of my earlier questions. When you said you had to replace some of the boards, I thought, "Is that's kind of tough?" But you did sand for those joining us late uh, later. You did use a sander, and that really kind of camouflages everything, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it looks it, good. It, 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 people don't know that there are some brand new boards in there. Yeah, that's great. Um, all right. Uh, let's get back to the text uh, messages here. In the past, this text says, I have used Penafin's log on stain, which uh, I have loved, but my spouse wanted a colored stain. I purchased Penafin's solid color stain. That, that was fairly thick and required more work to uh, put on. I'd, I'd like to, um, uh, This is. I think there's a lot of misspellings here, uh, paint rather than a stain. Does it need to be thinned? If so, what can I thin it with turpentine? Does you know I should know this, but uh, is is penafin should that be thinned? I I would not recommend that. Um, I would just buy the transparent uh, penafin product that's properly transparent. If it wants it thinner, in the past in my painting life, I painted my way through college, so I did a lot of painting, and we did from time to time thin solid color stains in order to get them to match a semi-transparent stain. The risk of that is an uneven finish because mm. batching that properly and installing it and it absorbs and if it's not perfectly done is a real risky proposition and it's a really difficult to fix. So I would not suggest that at all. Yeah, I agree. Uh, here's a good question as far as staining. What temperature is best for applying uh, stain to a deck? 
I would say the best temperature is probably 65 to 75 degrees is ideal if there's in decent humidity would be ideal. And I think you can do it in colder and hotter temps, but that, that would be ideal. I would think like right, right now would be good. Today's a great day. About 67 degrees, yep. no humidity. Yeah, Perfect. Uh, here's one for Linda's Construction and uh, you, Luke. Looking for design assistance with the DECA outside a three-season porch. Can you help? Not exactly sure what will work and still be affordable. Of course you guys will do that. Yeah, of course we do. That, that's primarily where I spend my time is on porches. Um, we have several really, uh, I was going to say well-trained, but that's uh, self-complimentary because I trained them. They, uh, they're they very good, uh, but there's only a couple of us that really dive into porches, um, and that's usually me or, or Charlie will come out and help people with a porch. Uh, but we uh, we do a lot of them, and there's a big demand for these peop- for people getting more space in their homes. A lot of people are working from home, and oh, they need yeah. more space. They need a place to go to with their computer and and work. And uh, so there's a lot of work porches I'm, I'm putting together for people and designing. Uh, so absolutely, yeah, we can help people with that. One eight hundred Leaf Guard is the easiest number to remember. In fact. There's a, there's a good sale thing. I've, I've got reminded. I'm going to mention this right now. Founders Day. Uh, yeah, Founders Day. Tell us about that, if you would, Luke. Well, we're doing a uh, a push uh, to help, and we're doing a, a special. We've never done this before. It's 125% off labor on several of our our products, uh, our Marvin Infinity windows, the GAF roofing, leaf guard gutters, LP smart sides, so almost all of our products. Um, it's 125% off the labor discount. You have to call our office. There are some special requirements to qualify for this. We're going to take 100 appointments that, that qualify for this. So uh, if you're thinking about a major, a good uh, one of those products, give us a call and we'll give you the details. But We've never offered that that discount before, so it's 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 a great opportunity for for someone who's uh, thinking about a project. Yeah, I should say, uh, and as Luke said, it's a hundred and twenty five percent off installation labor. That's on those uh, great GAF shingles, the Leaf Guard gutters, as you said, uh, LP Smart Side Infinity from Marvin Windows, uh, and the first if you are one of the first one hundred uh, customers who book the appointments, you're going to get that deal. So yeah. I'll mention that again, and we'll do that again, too. 1-800-LEAF-GUARD. A call for more details. That's a sweet deal. Hey, we got the fair coming up, too. How about that? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, if you're just joining us, i tell you what, let's do this. We have more uh, more questions to get answered here. Luke Panic from Linda's Construction. So let's take this uh, quick break here. Be right back with more deck questions, among other things, here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. And welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. Denny Long along with Luke Panic from Linda's Construction. We're talking decks this morning. Uh, and, Luke, before we run out of time, I, and, and you were kind enough to send, uh, send me some pictures, some before and after pictures, uh, about the deck that was sanded and refinished, et cetera, and the railings. Uh, and I'm looking at a, a before and after picture of a bathroom 
which looks yes. fantastic, by the way. <laughs> um, did 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 you say carpet in the bathroom? Yes. How about that? You see that a shag carpet in the bathroom when we when we bought this place with a pink. I don't think that's a good thinking, idea for some reason. You know, I, I was born in the seventies, but I don't remember I don't remember much of the seventies. <laughs> but that to me that I'm glad that that has gone away. Carpet in the bathroom. And well, so what, yeah, that uh, was a that was a fun thing to make a complete makeover on. Can you can you give us like a sixty seconds of what, what you did to this uh, to this room to make it so beautiful? Well, basically, it was a small bathroom. It was the only bathroom on the main floor, and it just had a tub. So we we wanted to do a complete removal of it. It had a plastic tile, and we moved the fixtures around a little bit. But we wanted something really bright and open. So we completely. My wife has a great eye for design, and uh, so we completely gutted it, and then made it a, a euro. It's called a euro shower, where there's no curb on the floor. So. You can get in and out of the shower very easily. It's a walk-in shower with no curb, and just brighten it up with uh, marble tile and uh, quite a change. That's a fun picture, fun before and after to take. It really it was it was a great, the great results of of this thing. Now there was there a wasn't there a tub there at one time? Yep, we took out the cast iron tub, which those are very heavy. When my dad and I were trying to get it out of there, he was holding it upright for a second and then it, it, it tipped over and fell into the next room through the wall so oh my <laughs> we had just finished taping that room oh but so it's quite a job to get a cast iron tub out they're very heavy they're they're very very heavy uh so we got that out of there and um i'm i'm not a tile guy so don't look too close at the tile but uh i did all the tile work that was a that was a labor of love too wow it looks gorgeous what a change uh, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's get back to the uh, before you you leave us today. And by the way, Luke's going to join us again next week. He've, he's a, he's agreed to answer more questions. So we appreciate that. So if you didn't get your question answered today, uh, you check in again next Saturday here on the show. Um, what is the best deck material, uh, Texter says, for a deck under a large oak tree that drops a lot of tree debris? Yeah, very common. Uh, a lot of wooded yards out there. That's why our gutters are popular. But the uh, the best products are your are your completely uh, synthetic uh, deck boards, either uh, capped polymers like Azac, uh, a division of uh, TimberTech, um, and uh, our uh, probably our most popular product is called Millboard. Uh, completely synthetic as well. No, no wood in there at all to get stained. Uh, so and those are your most washable, cleanable products when you got lot significant tree debris for sure. Okay. Uh, question about winter during the winter regarding the snow cover. In this case, on a solid stain, is it better to leave the snow on the deck to preserve the stain and ultimately the boards, or shovel that snow off? Good question, and personal preference is to uh, is to shovel off the decks. Um, I'm biased because I have some helpers that live with me. My sons help me do that. But it, to my knowledge, it's not the end of the world if you can't shovel the snow off of a deck. I don't know that it has. Um, I, I gotta believe it's it, it's better for the stain to not be sitting in that moisture if, if possible. The quicker it can dry out, the better. Um, but I don't know that there's any real evidence to say that 
it, it's better for the stain. Uh, it certainly is nice for the wood to the less the you know the more moisture you can get off it, the better. Yeah, that makes sense. Here's one. It says Lindis will be installing a new deck at our house, and because the new deck will be two feet shorter on one side than the original deck, they will be installing matching deck fascia where the old ledger was along the house to cover that area. Uh, we have steel siding on our house, and I'm wondering how that fascia will be attached to that area of a couple of feet and how well it keeps out moisture, water, and snow, etc. Sure. Uh, you know, we, we cover old ledger boards a number of different ways. If we can't get steel siding um, and there's none available that match, we'll clad that old ledger board with either aluminum or we can cover it with the deck fascia material that matches the deck. So, uh, ex- you know, probably the most important part is how you treat the edge of it. Um, you know, but we have lots of really good sealants to go around the, the edge of a, a skirt board like that to make sure that it's waterproof. So um, our guys are as good as it gets, so I'm sure they'll do a great job. Let's see here. Here's another one before we run out of time. Uh, this listener says, I've been cleaning my deck after neglecting it for many years. I've gone through three containers of deck cleaners using a brush. It still has some algae or something growing on it. I haven't tried bleach yet. Uh, any advice on that? Also, after applying the Cabot uh, Australian oil, do you add a stain? Well, on that last uh, question, that is the stain, right? That is the stain, yep. Yeah. It, it contains um, UV protection elements in it, uh, so you don't need to do anything after that. Um, like I said, I plan on uh, possibly putting on another coat in the fall, and then I'm just going to wash it a couple times a year. Just rinse it off. A lot of tree debris in this uh, where this cabin is located, the pine trees and maple trees and birch, you know, a lot of trees around, so I expect to, I expect to have a cleaning uh chore ahead of me but um the bleach question absolutely you can use bleach the correct uh proportion i i don't i don't know i would probably start with about 10 percent or less bleach um just to uh if you've got a really good cleaning job to do and then try it on a small area off to the side to to see if it's uh if it's going to hurt the finish at all but uh, depending on what you're cleaning, bleach is an excellent tool to use for that. No question. Here's another one here uh, before we run out of time. We have a two-year-old cedar-toned pressure-treated deck. Should we be treating it with anything else? You certainly can. You certainly don't have to. Uh, cedar-toned treated is just basically the same as every other type of treated wood. It's just that the treating agent um, has some pigment in it to make it look cedar-colored. Uh, what I like to, you know, what's the best in my opinion is to af- after that, after that treated deck is a year or two old, is to is to coat it with a preservative so that you slow down that aging process. It helps. Uh, th- the slower that it weathers, the slower that it dries out, the less warping and shrink shrinkage that you'll get from treated wood, which is always the downside. It it really can twist and warp on you. So. I think that putting a preservative on it will slow that process down and ultimately uh, end up being in better condition. Got about 30, 40 seconds, Luke. Uh, how do you space spindles on a railing? The railing, um, if it's if it's over 24 inches, um, you need to have them uh, less than 4 inches is what the requirement is. So between the bottom rail and the, and the deck, 
can exceed four inches, and then between the, the balusters cannot exceed four inches. So most uh, rail systems are designed at you know three and three quarter inch gaps, uh, things like that. But that that's the average. And then on a stairway, you can't where the stairway railing is. You can't put. You're not supposed to be able to space a six inch sphere through the triangle that's created by the riser and the tread. So those are the uh, those are the rules that apply for spacing on balusters. Good deal. Yep. All right. Well, let's do this again next week. Would you do that? Come back? I'd love to. All right. Let's plan on that. Thank you, Luke. Luke Panic. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the good folks at Lindis Construction, we always give you the same number, 1-800-LEAFGUARD. Call them. Ask about that 125% off installation labor on that Founders Day one-day offer. 1-800-LEAFGUARD. Investing with confidence coming up next hour here on CCO. We expect... Sunshine, lots of it today. Highs near 84. We could get up to 86 tomorrow. Right now here in the Twin Cities, mostly fair skies. Our current Twin City temperature reading 67 degrees. Stay with us here on CCO.